welcome again to another edition of the While You Are Single podcast. Thanks for joining us again. Hope you had a great weekend. If you happen to be in the Houston area this Friday, September the 26th, you are invited to join us for our While You Are Single service, which will be taking place in Houston Baptist University in a facility known as Library 100. If you'd like more information about that, I encourage you to check our website out, ojtalksministries.org. Click on the While You Are Single logo and you'll get more information about our While You Are Single service this Friday, 7.45 p.m. in Library 100. Hope you can join us. Last time I began talking about moving forward and I began discussing how forgiveness is a vehicle to help us move forward. I began to talk about the first thing that uh, people have about forgiveness or first misconception about forgiveness and it's not about the other person rather it's about your freedom the second challenge with forgiveness is a lot of us think we have to forgive out of our own ability we think we have to forgive with our strength now that is extremely difficult if not impossible to forgive out of your strength somebody that hurt you well, God didn't ask us to forgive out of our strength. Remember in John 20, 22 to 23, in verse 22, it says, Jesus breathed on them to receive the Holy Spirit. Then he told them to forgive. In order for you to forgive, you need power to forgive. That's why Jesus breathed on his disciples first. Then he told them to forgive. And the Amplified Version it says something like this. As a result of receiving the Holy Spirit, then you cannot forgive because the Holy Spirit empowers you to forgive. What I'm saying is you need to ask God to give you the strength through the Holy Spirit to forgive others. The Holy Spirit is also known as the Spirit of Grace. And grace is God's power. It's God's extraordinary power. It's God's favor, yes, but grace is not just favor, it's power. It's God empowering you to do something that you could not have done with your own natural ability. So the grace from God empowers you, enables you to forgive. It enables you to let go of what was done to you. So, in order to forgive, we need to pray to God to give us the ability, the strength to forgive, and He will and we can let go. So first, forgiveness is not about someone getting away with what they did to you. It's about your freedom. Second, you need God's grace to forgive. Third, a lot of times we think that to forgive somebody, it means we have to resume the relationship with the person the way it was before. We think that forgiving somebody means we have to get back to the way things were before they did something against us. Well, that's not what forgiveness is. In this case, we are confusing forgiving with trusting. Forgiveness and trust are two different things. Let me illustrate. Imagine you had $50,000 and 
You deposited this money in a bank. You opened a trust fund with the bank. You entrusted your $50,000 in this bank. Unfortunately, somebody in the bank stole your money. They defrauded you. So now the bank owes you $50,000. Well, if you decide, you decided, okay, the bank doesn't have to pay the money. You tell the bank, forget it. Assuming the bank does not have FDIC insurance. Usually all banks do, but let's assume this bank doesn't have one. Then that means the bank owes you money. The bank can pay. You decide to tell the bank to forget about the money. You just forgave them. Earlier on, I mentioned forgiveness is an economic term. Jesus gave an example of forgiveness, and he used debt about a king who had a servant who owed him money. He forgave the debt the servant owed. The servant also had somebody else who owed the servant money, but the servant will not forgive the debt. The king heard about it, was upset, and put the servant in prison. But the point I'm trying to make is, notice how forgiveness is was used by Jesus in conjunction with debt, because forgiveness is an economic term. So going back to my example here, the bank owes you money, but you decide to let it go. You tell the bank, forget about the money. You have forgiven the bank. You have let go of the fact that they owe you $50,000. However, are you going to put some more money in the bank? No. Why? Because you don't trust the bank. That is the difference between forgiveness and trust. A lot of us have had people exploit us. We have made deposits in people's lives. We have deposited things that are valuable to us. Maybe our fears. We've deposited our hurts, failures, concerns, dreams, ideas, passions, and people may have exploited them, taken advantage of them, defrauded us. And I want to encourage you to let it go. Forgive them. And when you do that, that does not mean you have to go back and make deposits in their lives, as in associate with them again, because you're trying to protect yourself. You're trying to prevent getting hurt again. They have to earn your trust. That's what I want to emphasize, that forgiveness does not mean you have to get back to the way things were before because the truth is things are not the same anyways. There's a difference between forgiveness and trust. Forgiveness is a part of love. In fact, if love was a hand, forgiveness will be its fingerprint. The Bible says, in Proverbs 10:12 that hate stirs up trouble but love covers a multitude of sins. It also says, says something similar in 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 8. The Bible says in the amplified version, 
have intense and unfailing love for one another for love covers a multitude of sins what does that mean in the amplified version it puts in parentheses love forgives and disregards the offenses of others therefore forgiveness is a part of love so everything that applies to love applies to forgiveness therefore forgiveness is unconditional trust is conditional forgiveness is owed trust is earned in Romans 13 8 the Bible says owe no man nothing but to love them we owe people love since forgiveness is part of love it can be said that we owe people forgiveness but we don't owe them trust because trust has to be earned we are obligated to forgive we are not obligated to trust let me say that again the difference between forgiveness and trust forgiveness is unconditional trust is conditional forgiveness is owed trust is earned forgiveness we are obligated to forgive we are not obligated to trust I believe it's Psalm 118 verse 8 where the psalmist says it is better to put your trust in the Lord than confidence in man so do not confuse forgiveness with trust two different things so when you forgive someone it doesn't mean that you have to resume the relationship the way it was before you have to protect yourself you have to ensure that they will not hurt you again now of course trust can be earned yes if they have earned your trust and you are led by the Spirit of God to to patch things up to the point where you can now resume a relationship with a person that's fine but let the Spirit of God lead you to do that but just want to let you know because a lot of people are thinking to themselves oh I can't get back it's not safe it's not it's not it's not it's not uh, it's not wise I'm gonna get hurt again I'm gonna get exploited again in such cases no that's not what forgiveness is that's dealing with trust issues okay so number one forgiveness is about your freedom it's not about the person getting away with anything number two forgiveness you require God's grace to do that and number three forgiveness is not trusting again let me say that again forgiveness does not mean that you have to trust the person the person has to earn your trust in order for you to trust them again now I wanted to say something real quick remember when I talked about the bank and I mentioned you forgave the bank just because you forgave the bank does not mean the FTC forgives the bank the bank may not have to answer to you but the bank has to answer to the Federal Trade Commission so along the same lines when you forgive somebody going back to the first point they're not getting it's not about them getting away with something it's about you being free however they have to answer to God because God says vengeance is mine 
says the Lord. God would take care and deal with the person. So the fourth thing about forgiveness is that we hear the phrase forgive and forget. Forgive and forget. And a lot of people have prayed to God from the from their hearts, they have forgiven people, but they still remember. So they're condemning themselves. They're feeling guilty like, oh, I just find it hard to forgive this person because I remember what happened. Listen, when you forgive, it does not mean that you never remember what happened. It does not mean that it never crosses your mind. It does not mean that you never think about it. I am not talking about holding on to something. I am not talking about dwelling on something. I am not talking about deliberately thinking or feeling ill will towards somebody. That is not what I'm talking about. What I am saying is you can forgive from the bottom of your heart with the grace of God and still know that something happened. That does not mean that you have not forgiven. Do not allow the enemy to make you feel guilty or condemned because you remember that somebody did something against you. Let me explain. This is how I knew for a fact that forgiveness does not mean what happened is wiped out of your memory. This is how I knew. Remember the story of Jesus. He rose from the dead and he appeared to the disciples. When he appeared to the disciples, Thomas was not present. Later on, Jesus left and Thomas showed up. The disciples told Thomas, Jesus has risen from the dead. And Thomas said he will not believe it. He said, unless I see the scars, the nail prints in his hands, and the piercings on his sides, I will not believe. Then Jesus showed up and said, Thomas, put your hands and touch my hands and touch my sides. And Thomas believed. Remember when Jesus was on the cross. The Bible says, Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. I'm sure you'll agree with me that if there's anybody that knows how to forgive, it's Jesus. In fact, he's our example of forgiveness. He's our example of the Christian faith. Anything that he wants us to do, he has done it. So if we need a model of forgiveness, if we need someone to follow on how to forgive, it's Jesus. Jesus was on the cross and he forgave those that crucified him. When he rose up from the dead, he came to Thomas to prove that he had died on the cross. He pointed Thomas to the nails in his hands and the piercing on the sides. Um, sounds like Jesus didn't forget where the nails in his hands came from. Sounds like he didn't forget where the piercings on the sides came from. Jesus remembered that he was nailed to the cross. He remembered that he was pierced on the side. He remembered that he was crucified. That's why he's able to present himself to Thomas. That's how I knew, wait a minute, I know Jesus forgave, but he remembered what happened to him. So that lets me know 
that just because I remember something happening to me does not mean that I have not forgiven the person that was responsible for what happened to me. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. OJ Tokes has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.